I'm Mike Breen, talking with Eva K. Lee, who's director of the Center for Operations Research in Medicine and Healthcare at uh, Georgia Tech, the Georgia Institute of Technology, and she's also an associate professor in the School of Medicine at Emory University, and, and we're talking about uh, something she's done uh, targeting tumors. Eva, what have you done, and, and why was it needed? Um, we are working on some of the uh, advances in seed implantation for prostate cancer patients. And the procedure involves placing radioactive seeds inside the uh, tumor region in order to escalate the dose to kill the cancer cells. During the period of um, killing the cancer cells, we also know that the radiation could have um, effect on the uh, normal tissue. And so what we are trying to do is to determine what is the best seed configuration inside the tumor or the organ um, that we would like to treat in such a way that we can actually provide as much radiation dose as possible to the tumor cells while at the same time um, trying to lower the harmful radiation dose to the normal tissue that is surrounding the organ. So with these seeds, it, it involves an optimization process. A lot of times when think, people think about optimization, they think of you know making the most money or something like that. But here you're trying to minimize damage to some areas and, and you might say maximize the damage to others. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, of course, optimization is a powerful tool. And if we use it like for marketing or for like, uh, say, if you are uh, someone selling cars and stuff, you can actually maximize the profit and minimize your operation costs. But for us, uh, the critical part here is really dealing with the cancer patients is that we want to maximize the local tumor control in such a way that um, after the treatment, there shouldn't be any cancer cells there because in that, in that case, if there are no cancer cells, there won't be any re recurrence of the cancer. And, of course, at the same time, there's also a conflicting goal is that the normal tissues cannot be harmed too much because if we actually uh, cure the patient of the tumor, but if we damage too much of the normal tissue, the patient is going to have very severe side effects. And in this case, there could be lots of problems with um, the urethra infection that could last for several years. And what we are trying to do is to be able to really do a very good job targeting at the tumor cells and at the same time really trying to minimize the side effect. And that is really critical because the quality of life of the patients is what we are concerned with. And really in the optimization process, we do not look at any cost or anything uh, in terms of that because if we have to really spend more money because as a result of the optimization, we probably would do it. But of course, that doesn't happen because um, because the plan is better and it actually avoids the normal tissue complication and we actually reduce the operating cost in terms of the uh, reducing the side effect of the patients as well as removing the unnecessary procedure that we have to do before the operation. How did you design this technique? The idea is actually quite simple. You can think of like um, three-dimensional object and you have like different locations there and you can think of it like um, within these different locations that you want to place radiation, you need to determine a set of these locations that gives you the best dose. So um, physically, it, it's uh, simple, like just put all the dots inside the um, organ itself. But computationally, it's, it's really difficult. This is what we call the um, 
integer program or combinatorial optimization, and it has exponential number of possibilities in terms of like how to place this. So we formulate that into a mathematical model that has the constraints of like the clinical constraints of maximizing all the dose to the to the tumor cells, and then for all the uh, normal tissue, we want to make sure that every one of them would receive less than a certain uh, toxic dose. And the objective itself will be to maximize tumor control and minimizing the uh, normal tissue complication. And so that's a, that is really the optimization problem. And next, we build a solution engine to solve that and return a solution that the clinician can see on the screen and know exactly which position of the seats that they should have uh, implanted. And what you've done is very impressive for the patients, but it also impressed the community as well because you, you won a pretty good prize for this. Yes, well, I guess yeah, we, we are very thankful to be honored uh, for the Edelman Prize. And I guess the, the key here really uh, has two components. One is that uh, we did uh, improve the tumor control probability to 95%, which is really uh, excellent. And we also reduced the morbidity to the normal tissue and also reduced the urethral complication, like the patient instead of... Um, getting the infection to the urethra for, for a mean time of like three years, we actually reduced that mean time to nine months, which is really very significant in terms of the quality of life of patients. But on the scientific advances, I think what we have done is that because these problems actually are really difficult to solve and there is no existing um, software engine that can actually solve these instances and we actually push the advances in that area in terms of designing the model and more than that is designing the computational engine that can solve these problems within seconds. So that's really the critical part. But in the past, patient has to come in several days or months in advance and do the plan because it, is, it takes so long for the human planner to do it. And then by the time they come in, the tumor shape has changed. It's not possible. It's really very difficult to also position the patient in exactly the same position as when they actually did the image like a week or a month in advance. So basically, the plan may not be good because we are not planning it right in real time. Now, because we can actually generate a plan in seconds, so basically the patients no longer need to do the simulation part. They come in, we take the image, and we actually design the plan right there. And within seconds, the clinician sees the plan, and then they implant the seat. And more powerful is that if they see anything changes because the needles put in, maybe there's distortion in the seat position, they can be optimized. And that also could be done in seconds. So it's, it's a really, really good tool for clinicians. And, and not only that, we actually have uh, benefit the patients, we also benefit the clinician in terms of the training and also being able to dynamically change the plan as they go about with the procedure. So yeah, so changing something from a week down to seconds there, that's that's excellent. Nice going. And it is in use now, right? Yes, it is in use. And has it been adapted to other forms of cancer? Uh, well, we are working on it. It can be used for breast cancer, for basically for any type of uh, seed implants, whether it's permanent, like the prostate uh, cancer, or in the breast case, it is a temporary implant where catheters will be placed inside the breast uh, region and uh, little seats will be placed inside for 15 minutes, and, and the patients will actually, and these are high-dose seats, and the patients will come in like for five days only for those type of treatment. And it is applicable to like all these type of treatment, and of 
course, it also includes like cervical cancer and other type of cancer to the bile duct where we actually put radioactive seeds inside. We can really produce very good results, but as, as I mentioned, is that one of the really difficulty and also the advances that one has to make is after we actually build a realistic model, we really have to be able to solve it and that the solution has to make sense because sometimes we could build a model and then we look at the solution and maybe the solution does not exactly reflect what the clinical situation is and then you have to refine it. But, but it is critical and I think working together with the clinicians really help because um, they are really vocal about whether it's good or not and and also they get very excited when they see the first result and they say this is what you can do and the next thing they say can we do more and that's really the excitement and of course there's also challenge like I say you may not necessarily be able to solve the model but that is exactly the advances that we have to make is that there's the complex model and there's the the ability to solve it, and the next step is how is it translated to the patient and what benefits we see from that, from that result. What you've done, like you say, it, it benefits the clinicians and the patients have a, a faster recovery, less pain. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So congratulations on that. You won that Edelman Prize. It's a fantastic technique. Thank you very much for talking to us. That's Eva K. Lee, who's the director of the Center for Operations Research in Medicine and Healthcare at the Georgia Institute of Technology and associate professor in the School of Medicine at Emory University. Thanks, Eva. Thank you. Bye-bye.